guys, welcome to another episode of Daily Teh, where we spill all the tea on anything and everything you need to know. I'm Heather. And I'm Natasha. Your host for today's episode. And we are going to be talking about body insecurities. Prep your tea, take a seat and let's go. So what exactly body insecurities is, Natasha? Well, basically Heather, body insecurities refers to how a person or an individual views their own body and how attractive they believe they are. So, I believe that body insecurities is an issue that is very much related especially to us youths, right? Because most of us have had this experience at least once in our lifetime. What do you think? Yeah, I know there are many youngsters like especially us mm-hmm. at our age going through their puberty or endosome problems where we start getting pimples, especially girls on their period. Their skin yep. texture just gets dull. As for, you know, acne scar is for both guys and girls. And in every stage of life, like, you just can't get rid of it. Yep, so true. I sometimes struggle with that too. I can relate to that lah. Because... I, I don't know how to take care of my skin when I was younger and like maybe misuse products. And you know, like worst case scenario, they don't even use anything or they don't even bother to take care of their face, seriously. Yeah, some people are like that. You can't blame them though, right? Uh, they, I don't know why, la, but they don't even use a face wash, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how people can go about without at least having a basic skincare routine. Yeah, like the black hairs and white hairs. That bothers yep. us a lot. That's like super uncomfortable if it was me, right? I'd be freaking out over it every single time I look at the mirror, man. It's so exhausting. Yeah. So Heather, since we are into this topic, right? Have you had any body insecurity before? Probably my face, law, because you know, um, I started learning makeup at fourteen years old, and it's by joining the school makeup team, lah, where we gonna do all the performance makeup. I would say that I learned a lot there. Plus, I hang out with the senior, like uh, the elder girls, that knows more about cosmetic, ah, because I was just like fourteen years old, ma, which is like form two, and since the first time I get to do a perfect makeup, I started realizing I can be that pretty, but that was obviously a wrong direction ah, as you can still be beautiful without makeup, right? Yeah, that's true. But what I have on mind is that I don't want to take off the pretty makeup because I do makeup almost every day, even if I was just going to school, you know. But of course, like makeup, ah, I don't want to get caught. Ma. Of course, you might get into detention or maybe get demerits or something if you get caught. Like, it's a really bad thing lah because I just want to be pretty all the time and started to refuse being barefaced outside of my house. I myself is the one who made myself thought so much lah, thought that way. As no one actually judged me ugly, but I just felt insecure in barefaced and I, I want to like look pretty all the time. With like the very heavy makeup, like not not at school lah, but outside of school. But you know, I've seen you before, and you're like so pretty girl. How can a person like you 
I, I mean, as beautiful as you have such an insecurity, that's like a real shocker to me now that you mentioned it. What about you? Do you have any experience of well, body insecurities? I think if I were to say about my insecurity, I think it's also something very common. Well, I've struggled a lot with my weight ever since I was in primary school because I was the kind of person who I guess you could say was a bit on the heavier side when I was younger and maybe throughout my entire secondary school life I was more on the heavier side as well I mean it's over the average or what? Um, I was pretty overweight I would say and that really started to affect me a lot when I grew older because like you know every time you go shopping and stuff like that and then there's always this like nice outfit that you see that you want to try right and then like when yeah. you try it you notice like oh my god the zip can't close or oh my god my stomach is bulging that kind of thing and that literally brings down your mood right and then it just says like free size which is not free size exactly Man, I've always had to like struggle because I always had to buy clothes like either in the L size or the XL size and that really really sucked a lot for me and then you know what actually the worst part about like being overweight is like people just critique your body like they know your body better than yourself especially those you know like aunties that you meet during family gatherings right Oh my god, I hate that so much. They just come up to you like, it was start off as a casual conversation, you know, and then they'd be like, ah, oh, girl, uh, you look like, um, you look here chubbier than the last time I saw you. Maybe you should lose some weight, etc, etc. And then they'll give you their, <laughs> their own inputs and stuff like that. Then they, they'll even add on words like, ah, oh, if you want to get boy, uh, you must look slim and beautiful, you know, then only guys will come to you, that kind of thing. I'm sure you've heard that too, right? Yeah. Wow, that is like so frustrating that sometimes I dare not even talk to some of them. Like, oh my god. But that really took a toll on me physically and mentally, I would say. And then like this year, I started losing weight because um, I'm the kind of person who, you know, gets sick easily sometimes. And yeah, my health a bit of a toll this year and ended up with drastic weight loss but then the same people who used to critique me as fat now come to me and say that you're too thin so it's like frustrating you know like people critique you when you're even fat and they still do the same when you're thin like don't they have anything better to do that kind of thing you get what I mean right <laughs> no I mean like the worst feeling is that you can't say anything back because they are your relatives and you're gonna like yeah. talk to them nicely and behave yourself like you know your parents exactly. what your parents say if you if you like try to go against them or try to give your input or anything they'll be like oh your parents don't know how to bring you up or you're just them rude that kind of thing right even if you are just like trying to explain oh no lah I think this is like a perfect size but they would just like Oh, are you trying to talk back? Are you trying to like, you know? Yeah, that's true. It did affect me a lot. But then I would say as I grew older, I learned to like bear with the criticism. 
I mean, at one point, I know I did many silly stuff. Like, at one point, I even tried to solve myself to achieve the so-called perfect body. But as you already probably know, it didn't turn out well. But now, I'm taking care of myself much better. And I'm not so weight conscious anymore. So, I guess that's a good start for me. Lah. I just hope uh. that I'll be able to maintain it throughout. I'm sure like now I don't even do makeup when I go to class even like physical or no matter if it's physical or like online class I just like give bare face in front of the camera but it still feels a little uncomfortable by seeing myself in the camera but I mean it's fine not like it bothers me a lot anymore yeah that's true I guess like our problems right our fears our insecurities they don't just go away Overnight, just like that, you know, it takes time and a lot of healing. So what we're doing uh-huh. right now is like baby steps. So a step a day actually is a good thing in the right direction for the long term, lah. I would say, don't you think? And it just fades away day by day, lah. Yep, true. Nothing comes easy, especially life. <laughs> so actually, right? Since we are on this topic. Of insecurities, I'm not sure if you noticed it, but when you look at body insecurities, right, in the Asian and Western countries, it's like far like different. I would say. What do you think about that? Yeah, comparing Asian and Western country, right, insecurities is a huge problem in mm-hmm. the Asia country. As for Western country, they have. The freedom to wear whatever they want. Every body shape is special in their own way. But just taking Malaysia as an example, I personally dress quite short sometimes, like you know the mini skirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I know that ah uh, yeah, we are in a Muslim country. That's why people tend to think, oh, you shouldn't dress so short or like maybe show your legs or your collarbone and stuff, which makes me. Feel insecure because um people just look at you in a different way, that which you can tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I've got those kind of tests before too, lah. Like because you know sometimes when the weather is hot, we tend to like mm-hmm. not wear clothes with sleeves or maybe like shorts when you go out. To us, it's like fine because we are used to it. But to people who are not used to it, right? They give you the judging stares, and whenever you go out, it's like super duper uncomfortable, man. Yeah, I mean, it's Malaysia, man. It's been like summer for three hundred and sixty-five days. <laughs> agreed, man. Agreed. It's like scorching hot outside. The fact that it is not even exposing, like showing my breast or like showing my butt, but just legs or like sleeveless top that shows like. Or maybe a little collarbone, and you know some some traditional, you know, like the very tradition elder people. Yep, yep. Yeah, they were like say, "Hey, why you dress so short, lah, Aga? Why you your leg very pretty? I know, but don't show lah. Don't don't wear so short, lah." Yeah, that's true, lah. I mean, I'm not trying to critique them because that's their way of thinking. But I guess in the modern world. For us, what is deemed acceptable is not to them, lah. Ah, because we're in the 20s. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. That generation gap sometimes, right? I mean, if I have that 
why can't I just show it? Like, mm-hmm. what if I have apps? I train so hard for months, like, but I, I can just show it to myself, like seeing it in the mirror. But I, mean, I don't have that, lah, but I'm just saying, what if? Yeah, yeah. Understandable. But not all people think the same, so yeah. There is even a study that examined body image attitude in college students, which both of us can relate because we're in college. Mm-hmm. Only 12.9% of the participants were satisfied with their figure and the extent of their body image. And the extent of body image dissatisfaction was comparable for both sexes. Like, it's damn low, leh. Agreed. I'm actually really shocked looking at the results. But it's a sad reality that most, especially college students, face love when they go out into the real world. Yeah, the majority of the female participants indicated a preference to be more slender. Like, the ideal figure would probably be underweight and was far smaller than the most attractive female figure chosen by male participants. But for male participants, the proportion wanting a fuller figure was comparable to that wanting a slimmer figure. You know, like, guys want to be, like, buff. If girls go for a slender figure, the guys always go for the buff ones because, like, you know, being buff shows off their macho-ness in a way. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you might get, like, oh, it feels just so secure with them. <laughs> exactly. Among female participants, body image dissatisfaction negatively correlated with self-esteem and subjective well-being and positively correlated with negative emotion. Like, you know, they drive for thinner, thinness correlated with eating disorders related weight-controlling behaviours. Not only for females, uh, but also for males, body image dissatisfaction as a diagnostic feature for major subtypes of eating disorders may signal serious concern among college students. Just because people tend to judge out of nowhere. Oh my god, can people just be nice to people? I thought we are the same type. I know, right? But it's, it's so sad to see like your body kind of defines you according to society like if you are too fat you're deemed like not pretty or if you're like too thin for a guy you're defined Um, as not manly which is so not true right i mean why why do they think this way i mean the outside shouldn't really matter as long as your insides are pure right so natasha what do you think well i totally agree with whatever you just said just now heather but right like every insecurity there's always this main thought and in Asia nothing is as popular as K-pop. I am definitely sure you've heard about K-pop wherever you go right now. Right? It's just yes. like the craze of this generation. Like you can't escape it wherever you go. Even if you're not in Korea. I'm 100% sure you've experienced <laughs> that. They are just so famous and it's like around the world not only in Asia culture I believe as you said it's not only a phenomenon in Asia but K-pop is slowly making its way into the western market as well so that shows exactly how much of an impact K-pop has in the world today and I don't know about you but since K-pop 
plays such a big role in today's society, a lot of people turn to K-pop for inspiration, especially on their body appearance. Do you agree with that? Uh, the way they dress and the the way they do their makeup as well. Uh. Mm-hmm. Almost everything, I would say. Yeah, agreed. But then, people don't realize right, how dangerous the standards of K-pop actually are. Like, did you know that these K-pop idols are forced to do very, very excessive diets? Like, do you know about the K-pop girl group TWICE? Yeah, of course, they are so famous. Well, I read somewhere online, right, that one of your members, Momo, before her debut, right, mm-hmm. she actually only survived on ice cubes for an entire week and she didn't even eat a single meal except from those ice cubes, you know, like, are you serious, girl? Why would you go to that extent, right? Yeah. You could have fainted. Oh, but, but that's damn unhealthy, man. Well, this isn't the only example, you know. Like, there's also this famous diet called the paper cup diet in K-pop where you only oh. eat food that can fit into this paper cup and you have it three, three oh. times a day and that's it. That's all you ever eat. Only that amount? Yes. Are you even kidding me? even crazier. You do know that K-pop companies like are very, very strict with their idols and trainees on their weight. So if let's say, right, you gain a few kilos or if your arms or legs like tend to be a bit bigger, like, you're forced to lose that weight in a minimum period or else your idol like starves are forced to do extreme workouts. That's sick, man. I mean, you you didn't even eat, but you're doing that workout, that amount I know, of workout. Right? And this isn't the only problem with K-pop, you know. I'm sure by now you know that South Korea is like, damn famous for plastic surgery, and Gangnam is like mm-hmm. the hub for plastic surgery. In K-pop, right, the yeah. most desirable face is V-shaped jawline, like you have those eyes like anime characters, you have a slim nose and stuff like that. Yeah, the Yeah, if you don't have like this extra looking face, right, you are forced into plastic surgery. Like, sometimes it can be willing too, depending on the idols, but most of the time, it's actually forced. But you know what's the scary thing about all of this? Is that sometimes, right, if the surgeries go wrong, right, the idols don't even get compensated for it. So you're just risking your health. What? You're just risking your health for something that isn't even guaranteed. The outcome isn't even guaranteed to be 100% successful. My God, I thought they should at least be guaranteed about it. Like, at least they take responsible if it doesn't work out the way they want. Well, sadly, companies only love to profit from their idols. And that's the very sad reality in K-pop because Apart from profit, they don't really care about the idol's health. My god, I feel sad to hear about this. Well, yeah, that's really sad, to be honest. So, okay, we've already covered what it looks like in the Asian culture. So, let's take a look at the Western culture, shall we? So, okay, like I said, if in K-pop, diet is a thing, well, it's still a thing in the Western culture as well, you know. But in a way, in Western culture, I would say it's pretty more relaxed 
compared to in Asian Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like, oh, they are quite similar because I was shocked if they were the same as I mean, all. okay lah, that's the only good thing I would say. Like, okay, the Western style diet is more of like a balance of eating and working out at the same time. Yeah, like the keto diet yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, right. But sometimes it can get overboard too. Like excessive exercise and excessive cutting of food and stuff like that is definitely no good sign to your body, no matter how you do it. Of course, of course. that's for sure. But you know, there's still many ways to there's still many ways to lose weight by like eating mm-hmm. clean. But then, right, another thing that I've noticed the Western culture is kind of obsessed with is taking beauty supplements like those supplements which can help you to lose weight without having to do so much of work. Like you just take a few pills for a couple of months and then you lose like this amount of weight, that kind of thing. Yeah, but that probably don't work like how it seems. Maybe it does work, but if it does work, then it wouldn't be a good way lah. Because like, how could a people just sleep there and eat a lot, but you still lose weight? It's damn weird, That's right? True, but then, most of these products, right, they tend to have long-term effects, you know, and you don't see the effects like immediately. They could damage your organs in the long run if you consume them excessively so that's really no good for your health either even though it helps you to lose weight quickly that's just a lot of chemicals exactly it's not safe for your body at all and another thing I've noticed about most western celebrities is that they love overending their photos like you know personalities like Kim Kardashian Kylie Jenner they edit their photos to make their body proportions look like way I think the rumor about it though. I mean like to an extent it seems super weird but then right they don't realize by doing so right they're just making uh, younger people like us feel more insecure of our bodies and then we have to have the feeling of alter- alteration like you gotta alter your photos in order to look good to be accepted by society and that <laughs> like a really bad message, I would say. Because by right, influencers should be the one who influence us positively and not negatively. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I do understand people want to look good on their social media. But they just kind of spoil the market because they lead their followers to do the same thing that they did. <laughs> Sadly, people don't realize that their actions have consequences and they do have impact on other people. So now that we've talked about our experiences, how is it like in the Western versus Asian culture, let's take a look at the effects of body insecurities on our health. What do you think are the effects, Heather? I think the main side effect would be for over-dieting. You know, eating well helps to reduce the risk of physical health problems like heart disease and diabetes. It also helps with sleeping patterns, energy level and your general health. You may have noticed that your mood often affects the types of food you choose as well as how much you eat. Yep, yep. I personally will 
get angry when I'm hungry, which they call it hangry. <laughs> and dessert just makes me happy and active all day. Do you, do you feel that way or am I just weird? No girl, no. It's totally okay to feel that way because sometimes I feel that too. Like my mood can change drastically if I'm hungry or even when I'm full. So if it makes sense yeah. lah. And if I get something which is sugary like sweet, maybe cake or like ice cream, chocolate and stuff. I just feel so energetic the whole day and I'm just so... Happy-go-lucky girl. The sugar rush in your body, right? The feeling of adrenaline running to your body non-stop. Yeah, and I... Or maybe cold, cold food as well. I mean, ice cream. Mm-hmm. I often grab an ice cream from the fridge when my energy level is draining from maybe working on assignments and stuff. Then I feel... I just felt fully charged. And then I can continue to work on my stuff. But it's not a good habit as well, I must let you all know because you no know, girls shouldn't take so many uh, cold food because it's unhealthy, especially when you're on your period. And, and as I work on my assignments late night, and it's just not a good thing to like stay up all night and also still getting supper at that time. But I would say um, some food probably can lift your mood, energy levels, and concentration. Well, others can have the opposite effect for some for some people. Mm-hmm. Agreed, uh, agreed. And, and the real dieting does not provide appropriate quantity of food in our body can affect our mood because of hormonal changes and a lower level of blood sugar. When less energy being consumed, the body feels more tired and can be in a bad mood. I think this is the reason I often grab sugary food. I feel like I'm mood swinging and I just feel down. Another side effect of unsafe rapid weight loss is frequent headaches. It is advised that you eat a regular meal, drink plenty of water before and after exercise and prevent headaches. I think I've been through this, which I I just get headaches out of nowhere and then I can't figure out why because I, I just thought like oh maybe I'm just thinking about my assignments maybe I didn't have enough sleep which I do have then probably because I just cut off some of the sugary food or I just trying to not eat so much so that I can I can lose weight from there or I skip mm-hmm. meals especially our breakfast which is very important, but I just didn't acknowledge that. I just straight joined class for like the whole day. I just had my first meal of the day at like 4pm or like 5pm, which is not a good thing. Ah. Yep, that's so true. So, severe dieting may to rapid weight loss that can force the female body to start shutting down all the non-essential survival functions. It can uh, adversely affect the menstrual cycles or so. I'm, I'm not sure if you have been through this, but I personally have stopped having period for a month and it just scared me <laughs> a lot. 
because like why why are my period not here because it's it's always on time but on that particular month it just didn't came well i've never really experienced that but i have heard about this kind of experience from my friends huh, i mean okay that is quite a good thing that you you don't have to like take care and stuff but it's been really scary so natasha can you share how it affects our mental Pretty health better. like i know this is something that almost everybody knows but then you don't follow it and then it gets out of control but i would say the main thing that would happen is the most people who suffer from body insecurities like the common thing they have would most probably be depression and anxiety and sadly these days depression and anxiety is going rampant especially in our youth and that's just so sad to see young people suffering like this at a young age and like people don't realize how much of a toll it takes on your health but it actually does you know like mm-hmm. it can be really brutal i don't know about you but sometimes I have days where like I just don't have the motivation to do anything like all I can do is lie in bed or there are days like when I have mood swings that cannot be controlled and then I lash out for no reason at all that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah and it definitely takes a toll on your mental health so not only is body insecurity is bad physically it takes a really really big toll on your health mentally as well and it's just so draining to be experiencing all of it but can you imagine that you have both the physical and mental effects yeah oh it's God. just something you can't i can't imagine myself going through that but it's a very sad reality you know yeah you can just get you can simply just get depression out of it anxiety. yeah like and sadly right most people i don't know about you but i would say these mental effects kind of still a taboo in some societies although it has become more widespread in recent years right there are still families communities societies and so on that don't really give mental health a priority so people from these aspects of life right they don't really know how bad mental health can be and so like they don't get the proper help that they deserve so it gets bad like really bad uh, maybe even if they have that problem they don't know who to talk to or yeah, how they handle so that that like a lot of people that i known lah they had problems opening about these kind of issues to others because like they get judged a lot and often times they don't know where and how to get help so mental health is a real thing guys never take it for granted so back to what i mentioned earlier just wear whatever you want and do your makeup in any way you like and want it to be just don't care how others think about you or how they look at you the flaws you see is probably just in your eyes no one even take note of it it is just you being hypercritical to yourself 
Be yourself and believe that you are pretty in every way, with or without makeup, dress or undress. You don't have to cover up or try to hide your insecurities. Yeah, I I agree with you, Heather. Like, okay, apart from that, like another thing I would like to mention is that for those who suffer from mental health issues, please, by all means, if you ever feel like you need professional help, do go and seek it out immediately, guys. It's not something to joke about. You it can affect you long term, mm-hmm. and I mean. Never ever be afraid to reach out. There's always a professional out there who is willing to help you get through this. Remember this: you guys are not alone. We've got this. We've got this. And never ever think that your suffering is nothing compared to others. Yes. Every bit of you deserves help. So please reach out for help when you need it. That's. So many ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. There are many ways to lose weight very fast, but these are not healthy and lead to a lot of complications. Agreed, Heather. So, if anything that we would like you to take away from today's podcast, is definitely to love yourself and don't care about what other people think. Always remember, yeah. you are the best version of yourself, and. You gotta live for yourself, not for others. With, with that being said, we have come to the end of today's episode, and we'd love your insights on what we discussed today. So do share your thoughts on our Instagram at the youth underscore official underscore, or send us an email at youthofficial2020 at gmail dot com. You can also email us any questions or topic suggestions that you would like us to talk about in our future episodes. Do remember to also check out our website and Instagram account for more info. It's us for the youth, by the youth, about the youth. Till next time, Natasha and Heather signing out.